we get so focused sometimes on our plans and our life and our goals, sometimes we forget to pass on the things that really matter. Pass on something that they can live for. There's a beautiful story, and, I, and you've probably heard this. This is one of the favorite stories that I tell and that I like. It's a story about a king, a great and mighty king, and he lived in his kingdom, and he had a long gray beard and drank a lot of tea and was a very, very good king. And, uh, and he was getting old, and like all wise kings, he realized that he wasn't doing that great of a job ruling anymore when he got old and sort of senile, and tea was sort of more important than many other things. So he, call, he, said to, he called his daughters. His, he didn't have any sons. He called his three daughters to him and said, Well, <clears throat> I, um, I'm getting old, and I've never really had much of a vacation, and I would really like to go take a few, a few years sabbatical with my donkey and my tea and my honey. And I really want you guys to stay here and rule the kingdom. And when I come back, I want to choose one of you to be the future queen. And, uh, and to prepare you for this, for this choice, I want to give you a test. So he reached into his long, beautiful kingly pocket, and he pulled out three grains of rice. He gave one grain to each one of his daughters. And they were just like, this is sort of awkward. You know, dad's leaving and rice and, you know, what do we do? And, you know, I've, they were sort of expecting textbooks and hard questions, and but that's not what they got. And the king mount, got on his mule and rode off into the mountains. Had a wonderful time, I'm sure. And when he left, the daughters stood there in the courtyard and they looked at their rice and they smelled it. And they it was just plain old normal rice. Nothing special. Not even any gold involved. And they thought, you know, it's a gift of a king, though. It must be something important. And, 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 and so they thought, and they thought, and the first daughter thought, you know, well, if it's the gift of a king and it's this important, I should treasure it, and I should take care of it. So she got her goldsmiths and the crystal setters and the jewelers to build her a box that was so beautiful and so powerful that nothing could break into it, and coated the, the, the middle with with silks and felts, and in the center of it, she put the grain of rice. And she locked it with a golden padlock and put it in the vault. No one could steal this beautiful gift. And, and the second daughter thought, you know, this is rice. It's plain old rice. I mean, literally only rice. And so she thought, well, there's more rice in the kitchen. So she just threw it over her shoulder and went on her merry way. If she ever thought of something to do, she could just go get more out of the kitchen and do whatever she needed to do with the rice. And the third daughter thought for a long time, and she thought, you know, the king must have had, my father must have had a reason for giving me this rice. It's not just, to, what, what does he want me to do with it? And she thought, and she thought, and she thought for three days, and finally something, a thought hit her, what are you supposed to do with a seed? You're supposed to plant a seed. So she went out behind the castle and she dug a little hole and she planted it and she watered it and, and time went on and rains fell and the sun shone and the rice stalk grew. And after a while it had a whole, little, it had a whole bunch of little grains of rice beautifully hanging from the rice, the rice stalk. And so she picked them. That's what you do. And um, what, what, there was not a whole lot to do other than replant them so she replanted and, and when they grew she harvested and replanted and when they grew she harvested and and it wasn't but a few years until she had planted the whole castle courtyard and all the fields surrounding in rice. 
And then there was too much to replant, so she, she threshed it all out and loaded it on mules, and she sent it all over the kingdom to the areas that were hungry and that were starving. And she worked hard. She sweated, and she dug, and she planned, and she organized, and she fertilized, and she watered. And she kept on doing that year after year, growing rice and selling and saving the seed and growing rice, until her dad came home. And they saw, they were all sitting on the front porch sipping their sweet tea and eating cookies and talking about <clears throat> all the things that girls talk about while sitting on the front porch and sipping tea and eating cookies. Anyway, really good stuff, I'm pretty sure. And all of a sudden they saw some dust in the road in the distance coming toward them. And they realized it was their dad. And he was coming home. And he was riding on the same old mule. And he was just a wee bit fatter than he was when he left. But he looked really, really happy. His beard was longer and grayer. And his eyebrows were even long and bushy because they hadn't been telling him how to trim and things like that. <laughs> and he came back to the castle. And, and the three daughters rushed out to meet him and gave him big hugs. Even though I don't think he'd bath very often during his his uh, enjoyment of the forest. So it wasn't very long hugs. And then he, but the first thing he said to them, he, he said, he asked them, where is the rice that I gave you? And the oldest daughter said, ah, I have it. Wait, right here. And she ran to the vault. She opened the vault. She went inside. She got her box of gold. She brought it out. She opened it with a golden key and she showed it to her father. He said, she said, this is how I value your gift. I've kept it safe. Here it is, your grain of rice. And he looked at it and couldn't really tell what he was thinking because he could barely see his eyes underneath all his eyebrows. But um, he didn't really say a whole lot. And he asked the second daughter, you know, where's your rice? She said, well, um, hold on a minute. And she rushed into the kitchen. She just got a regular old piece of rice and came rushing back out and said, you know, here's, here's a rice. <laughs> kind of quickly, hoping that he didn't really notice. So he looked at that and nodded his head. Then he asked the other daughter, where's your rice, the youngest daughter? And she said, well, Dad, I don't have it anymore. Um, not that grain of rice. And the dad said, well, where is it? And the other sister was like, how could you throw away the gift of a king? How come you don't have your rice anymore? And the, and, and the, littlest, and the littlest daughter said, well, it's not quite like that. Look, look around you and look behind you. Look at all the fields of rice. That's my rice. That's the rice that you gave me. And, and a whole lot more of it has gone all over the kingdom to feed the poor and to feed the hungry. And the king said, you will be the future queen. And we as teachers have been given those gifts by God. He's, we have his mercy. We have his forgiveness. We have his salvation. And we're planters. By the, the definition of teacher is gardener. You are a planter. That's your job. But I want to ask you today, are you planting what really matters? Are you making sure that along with everything else, the science and the history, are you making sure that you're planting what really, really matters? Um, do we value these gifts enough to pass it on? It's hard work to pass it on. It's much easier to just keep it in our hearts and save it like that first teacher. It's much easier to throw it away. It's hard work to plant it, but it's the only way to pass it on.
For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.